0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an actress. She's also a host and writer for AfterBuzz TV. My guest today is Megan Lynn. Has journalism always been something you loved?
1: Um, yes and no. So I grew up doing a lot of theater, musical theater, band, chorus, all of those things. Um i knew i always wanted to do something in entertainment but when it came time to apply to colleges i didn't feel super secure about just doing a bfa and not having some sort of backup Mm -hmm. so i decided to major in broadcast journalism with plans to go into hosting and maybe pursue acting later because i kind of saw hosting as adjacent to acting and it's getting to interview it
0: is
1: yeah yeah because i do acting too Oh, cool. Yeah, that's I do awesome.
0: act. I'm taking acting classes in college, so I totally see what you mean.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I've always seen it as adjacent to that and also a chance to get access to those kind of people and ask them questions about the industry and their careers and what their paths to success have looked like, mm-hmm. um, which I've always loved. And I really got into it during college. I did our normal like news broadcast, and then I also did our entertainment talk show and when it came time to do internships i did a local news internship first at the abc affiliate near where i lived in north carolina and then the following year the summer before my senior year i went to los angeles um at my school elon we have a elon in la program so you can take classes through the school and then you also do an internship and get like your internship credit which
0: is a graduation requirement
1: yeah, and I interned at AfterBuzz TV, which was a dream. I got to be around actors and filmmakers, mm-hmm. and I was a special projects intern, so I did a little bit of everything. Yeah, but I was really clear from day one I want to host, I want to be on camera, so they let me do that a little bit as an intern, which was cool. And I got to work with the CEO Maria Menunos on her show and help with social media and um, co host it two times, which is mm-hmm. really awesome. Yeah, and being around that I really love the hosting aspect of it and I love asking people questions because I love learning Mm -hmm. and meet new people but I really realized how much acting was still in my heart so after I went back to school and graduated the next year I decided I didn't want to get a job in news or even entertainment news I wanted to do something that gave me a little bit more flexibility to pursue acting. So I applied to a ton of jobs for several months, um, took time off to waitress and save money. I planned to move to LA. I ended up getting a job doing social media for Sophia Emmer, so at Girl Boss, the week the pandemic really started when the MBA shut down. So instead of doing that job in person, it went remote. But that gave me the flexibility to stay home in North Carolina and start taking acting classes at my studio. Um, and so I ended up losing that job during the pandemic just because of funding and mm-hmm. everything. And basically everyone struggled with that, so it's not anything new mm-hmm. to me um, or unique to my situation. But that gave me the I signed with with my agent and now I just audition all the time and I still do hosting as well mm-hmm. I did my own podcast for a while during the pandemic but when once I signed up with the agent I kind of stopped doing that because mm-hmm. I wanted to focus just on acting as much as possible but I still do stuff for afterbuds I'm covering Big brother for them right now mm-hmm. and I'll do interviews like when they come along
0: yeah when so what is something that Maria Menounos taught you about like the business?
1: Okay, she's given me so much advice and After Buzz is so good about being hands-on and teaching you and one of those lessons that I learned there is they're not in the business of teaching aspiring hosts, actors, whatever you go there because so many people they go there to host but they also write screenplays or they also act or they model. Everyone usually has like another Mm -hmm. group as well. And one of the things I talk about a lot is we're not here to make you a star. We're here to make you a starpreneur. So someone who's not just looking for someone else to give them the opportunity to do whatever they want to do, whether it's to host, to act, to make a movie, et cetera, but to have the tools to go out and be able to do that for yourself. And that is what inspired me to start my podcast one after buzz stopped doing video because of the pandemic so all of my hosting is Mm -hmm. now just doing interviews over writing yeah um writing articles for the website so that inspired me to create my own podcast so i had my own platform to do interviews that inspired me to, after i lost my social media job with, with sophia to start freelancing so that I would have my own business and my own clients Mm -hmm. which gave me the flexibility to audition more so having that foundation of not being of the mindset of waiting for someone else to make it happen for me gave me the tools and the drive to make it happen for myself so that was a really important lesson Mm -hmm. that I learned from Maria and Dr. Buzz
0: were you a big Maria fan prior to like working with her and getting to know her
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i watched entertainment tonight since i was a little girl because my parents would always put it on every night same so that gig that e out of college. yeah yeah and then of course i watched e later on and when i started at after buzz i started listening to her podcast and i still listen to your podcast all the time
0: yeah she keeps me company at the gas station and at the movie oh, yeah. theater
1: <laughs> i was interning at after buzz when she first had that deal start with newbie when they started playing her mm-hmm. um, intro before the movie started at amc and me and a bunch of people from AfterBuzz and some interns like went to see a film when she was just starting to do that and we walk in and we're like hey that's our boss yeah <laughs> so it was, yeah
0: yeah i yeah i remember talking to danny about how like she keeps me company when she pumps my gas and it, it's funny because i actually was pumping gas today and she came on the little screen Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, like, make sure you listen to, oh my god, I'm drawing a blanket, what her podcast is called. Better Together better with, together. Yeah. yeah, make sure you turn into Better Together with Maria Menunos. I'm like, hopefully she'll know my name someday. What was the highlight, what has been the highlight of your After Buzz experience?
1: Hmm. Oh my gosh so many things i would say the highlight is getting to form a relationship with maria so that after i interned there um i went back to school for my senior year and at so at elon we have this thing called j term or winter term it's the whole um month of january Mm -hmm. is separate from the other two semesters so you just take one class that entire month Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will use it to travel or to go do job interviews things like that and I had asked um, Kevin Undergaro Maria's husband who founded Mm AfterBuzz if I could come out and do hosting and like help out in any way at AfterBuzz to kind of just get that extra hands-on experience before I graduate and start applying to jobs mm-hmm. and they said yeah I could come out so I just kind of couch-talked with my different friends from school who live yeah. in LA and I went into AfterBuzz every single day did whatever they asked me to do I helped with um, engineering shows I got to co-host several shows which is really cool I got to do set visit and from that, um, that. That was kind of the time when they were transitioning Maria's show from conversations with Maria Menunos to Better Together, so I got to help with that. And then after the end of the month, I decided to come back out for my spring break, too. And that was when I got to, it just so happened that one of her producers who engineers the show was out of town the week I was there for spring breaks I got to
0: fill in and co-host so that was really cool that's so dream come true it's so cool like I want to work with Maria Menounos I want her to know who I exist she's real she's a really freaking cool person Mm -hmm. that like is she like that that kind of boss who knows like everybody's name in the office and or is she
1: she after um she left E when she had a brain tumor. Right. Which was before, like, two years before I came there. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I'm told because I wasn't there at that time is when she started coming into Afterbus pretty often. So she was there quite often when we were still open physically before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Yeah. And even like the during the pandemic, she would start having because like we weren't running video at Afterbus, she started having people pulled that like staff recommended to join her on like an episode of her show. So she's very hands on and like rewarding and helping the people who contribute
0: there which is really cool that's really cool do you get nervous prior to a celebrity encountership
1: mm-hmm. 100% of the time I am type a and it's not so much like a starstruck type of nervous It's more so, oh my gosh, I want to ask the right questions and I don't want to like stumble my words. Yeah. I want to make sure that I'm asking like interesting questions that they're not getting all the time and things that are like about like their craft and why they do what they do and not just like surface level gossipy stuff. So I'm always thinking about just like how can I be as like perfect as possible. Oh, yeah. i always get nervous
0: because of that yeah i saw an interview you did with Nathan, with nathan chris and jerry trainer like i if i would if i were you i probably would have if when i was sitting like in my house doing it i would have been sweating bullets and freaking out because like it's nerve-wracking because you grow up watching these people on tv and now you get to chat like talk to them
1: the one I was most nervous and most excited for because I car- I feel like it hits different when it's something that was like a part of your childhood and you have been a fan of for so long but like the second I got on because I had like my phone propped up in my ring light and whenever you join Zoom from your phone even if you have it on landscape it flips um to vertical so I was like sideways when I came on and as soon as I joined the Zoom <laughs> Jerry was like Megan what happened and he was like turned all the way sideways because my screen was sideways it yeah was, it was really like uh disarming yeah
0: scary. i'm sure he made light of the situation
1: yeah yeah it was super cool
0: yeah they seem like really cool people and like i carly like i said it was part of my childhood so getting to interview someone from your childhood like i remember i interviewed sabrina Bryan about a year and a half ago and she was a oh, big awesome. she was like a big part of my childhood because the cheetah girls were like in their prime when i was like in kindergarten and that was like when i started discovering this this kind of stuff so it's like kind of crazy how things come like full circle who has been your favorite celebrity that you encountered
1: um oh my gosh i'm trying to think of everyone i've interviewed that's so hard Uh, this is so hard i'm trying to think i've interviewed a lot of people um i'm just gonna say because it's at the top of my head probably interviewing nathan crest and jerry trainer i think jerry trainer especially is such an underrated comedian he's so funny he's
0: hilarious
1: are hilarious i love him and i honestly wish he was just in more stuff so i could watch him more but he's hilarious interview
0: he's so funny and just his spencer gimmicks are amazing Mm-hmm. And I will say, iCarly and Nickelodeon really got lucky with that one. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, totally.
0: They really got lucky with him, and I wish he would just do more. I just want him to go into stand up. If he went into stand up, I would be all over it.
1: Uh, yeah, that'd be
0: really fun. I, I would. Love it. I would love it. Uh Do you do a lot of research prior to like doing your interviews, or are you just given like the do you just look over like the talking notes and. Uh, call and make up your question through that
1: I do all of the research you can possibly do same Um, anyone I anyone I interview who's written a book I always read their book and take notes throughout I always feel like that's like a good jumping point Mm -hmm. for me and then I can kind of like pull from that and like google things that I want to know more about specifically but that usually gives me a good sense of who they are and what topics they're knowledgeable on Mm -hmm. um and then, like, even for a Big Brother, I've just been taking notes every single episode all season because I never know when someone's going to get evicted and who I'll be interviewing mm-hmm. that week. So that way, I can go back to all the notes I've taken since episode one and see, like, what interesting things happened with them throughout the season. And so that file is, like, 25 pages right now. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. Big Brother. So, yeah, I do a lot of research.
0: <laughs> what do you love most about, like, entertainment news?
1: Um, I would say I love entertainment news that touches more so on the craft, whether it's um acting, filmmaking, or music. I think interviews that go deep are my favorite because, like, at the end of the day, probably the overarching thing that I love the most is just storytelling in all of its forms, whether it's journalism, whether it's acting, whether... It's singing, writing, books, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Storytelling in all its forms, I think, is, like, so beautiful and, like, what affects me most of a person. And so I love, like, Variety's cover stories when it's, like, five pages long mm-hmm. and it's, like, an interview with Reese Witherspoon and how she built her empire or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or um, Apple TV. I'm totally thinking on his name. Isn't it Zane, the guy who does interviews for Apple
0: I, Music. I don't know.
1: I'm blanking on his name, but, um, Apple Music's interview show where they basically interview everyone who comes out with a record, like, or in and on, et cetera, et cetera, and goes, like, really in-depth on how yeah. they write and their creative process. I just love stuff like that.
0: Who is someone you dream of interviewing someday?
1: Um, so many people. Everyone that's ever existed. Yeah. Um... I guess number one would be Selena Gomez because she's built such an empire. She's and she's, she's so kind.
0: my life.
1: Yeah, I may. Yeah, and I feel like she hasn't had a big scandal either, which is so interesting for someone who's been in the business from such a young age. Yeah, so I just love her. For so
0: she's many my number one, like out of any celebrity to ever talk to, meet, encounter, whatever she's number one by far. When I go to, when I go see her in concert, the couple of times I've seen her in concert, I like go all out to a point that it looks like I'm like someone at a football game.
1: That's so funny.
0: Like I'll like wear, you know, Selena Gomez gear head to toe. I once saw her in the middle of the summer when it was 90 degrees outside and I wore a beanie that had her name on it, that I got on her website. I'm that, I'm that dedicated. That's,
1: That's amazing honestly respect mad respect
0: (laughs) i mean i don't mess around when it comes to selena gomez yeah
1: no i love her like biggest girl
0: crush hands down yeah it's at a point right now where like my friends and family like if selena gomez comes on their social media or their uh and the radio or anything like that they think of me that's
1: so funny Honestly, like my floor page on Instagram is Selena Gomez fan accounts One Direction and Puppies. That's like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was just watching um like a pilot episode of a show that Selena Gomez did back in like two thousand seven. And she was so mm. young. It was like wow. baby Selena Gomez when she was originally supposed to be Arwen from Sweet Life with Zack and Cody's niece. They did a pilot spinoff. Oh, they, there was a, it didn't end up it didn't end up getting picked up, but it was a it was a show. It was a spinoff of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody uh, based on Arwin, and Arwin's brother is dead, and he and he comes in to help his sister in law with his with like kids. And Selena Gomez was the oldest kid. That's
1: so interesting for a Disney
0: show. I know. I gotta
1: look that up.
0: That's it, fascinating. Yeah, it's kind of and it's. It was all right. I mean, it's Arwen. And he's kind of, you know, Arwen. What are your favorite pair of shoes that you own?
1: Um, I wear booties a lot because oh, I same. think it's like a nice way to dress up without trying. And it's not actually a heel, but it's a heel. Same. Um, so I have a pair of tan lace-up ones that I wear a lot because they go with everything.
0: Love it. I would be wearing my booties more often. It's just that since I'm in college and I'm walking around campus and I'm, I got to be a little comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) What are some, where are some of your favorite places to shop?
1: Um, goodness. I don't know. I just shop everywhere. I just kind of like walk around and look for stuff. Um, I like Target a lot. I like, um, Forever 21, American Eagle, um, Charlotte Roos, but they don't exist anymore. I know, R.I.P. That was, like, right up my alley of stuff. Gosh, I'm bad at thinking of places, um, on the spot. I like Pretty Little Thing.
0: Oh, I heard of that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, they
1: have a lot of stuff, and they have, like, pretty good deals, um, yellow the label has really cute stuff um goodness I'm trying to
0: think who else but that's all I can think of I think right now yeah I Charlotte Roofs. I mean I feel like I would shop at Charlotte Roofs more now than I did when it was in business but since it doesn't exist anymore Mm -hmm. I can't I know it's sad that and what seal did you ever shop at what seal Mm -mm, I don't think so do you know what that is
1: yeah I've heard of it yeah
0: or Delias? Do you remember Delias? Oh, I was a huge Delias fan. I had so
1: much stuff from that was my I whole clo- that was like
0: things. yeah, that was like my whole closet in like fourth, like third, fourth grade. Mm. Everything was from Delias, and every girl in my grade was if a girl went a week without wearing something from Delias, it was like a concern because everyone shopped at Delias <laughs> at my school.
1: That's so yeah, they did really cute stuff.
0: Oh yeah, what is something you can eat right now? Mac and cheese. Yum. I just had mac and cheese, like, two days ago, and it was very good. Mm. The California Pizza Kitchen mac and cheese. I think I've had it
1: there. I always get, like, sandwiches or pizza there.
0: It's the... It's, like... Do you like Velveeta?
1: Mm-mm. I like, like, crispy mac and cheese.
0: Oh, you like fancy mac and cheese? You don't like, like, the real, like, cheesy mac and cheese?
1: No, I like it cheesy. I just like it... I like it homemade style.
0: It's, like the one at um it's like the at cpk it's like i can't even describe it it's so good
1: okay i'll try it sometime
0: yeah craft is overrated yeah i don't
1: think that's real
0: (laughs) yeah mac and cheese cheese goes in air Mm. quotes yeah are you a big fan of comedies or are you more of a big fan of like blood and guts
1: Those are, like, two very different things. I like horror, but I hate
0: gore, so I'm going to say comedy. Oh, same. What's your favorite movie of all time? E.T. Ooh, I saw that. I've seen that once. I fell asleep. You should watch it. Again, I think it's on Netflix. It's really, really good. Yeah, I fell asleep. (laughs) It was, like, 7 o'clock in the morning in high school. We had to watch Mm -hmm. it for a project, and I fell asleep.
1: That's interesting. I wish I had homework that involved watching E.T.
0: We watched, in this one class, it was like a video production class, so we watched a lot of movies and took notes on them. So we watched like E.T., Ju- the first three weeks of school was E.T., Jurassic Park, and Jaws. Mhm.
1: Literally one of the stickers on my laptop is the E.T. on the bike over the moon.
0: Mhm. They have that at Madame Tussauds, the bike with E.T. in the basket. Oh, mm-hmm. That's so cute. And people can, like, obviously sit on it and looks like they're riding the bike.
1: That's so cute. I love
0: that. What Disney character resembles you the most? Belle. Ooh, that was easy. Yeah.
1: She's my favorite princess.
0: Oh, mine's Snow. Mm. Snow's my girl. Do you think you have a lot of patience, like, in general with, like, life...
1: No, like I, I want stuff to happen like this, Um but I think I'm driven enough to make up for it. So like if stuff isn't happening for me, I don't just sit around and be like, oh, or give up. I just work harder for it. Love it. Um, So I'm not super patient, but in the like long term sense, I guess I'm patient in the sense that like I won't give up. Yeah. If something's not.
0: What were some of your favorite TV shows like growing up as like childhood stuff?
1: Like little like childhood, no. like five years old or like ten years old. Like
0: ten years old. Like, you know, like elementary middle school.
1: Okay, okay. Um what was I watching then? All I can think really is like Hannah Montana. Oh, like same. Nickelodeon Disney. Montana one hundred percent. Yeah, I was Wizards loyal. Was I honestly think that was, like, the golden age of, like, Nickelodeon and, um, yep. Disney. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, Hannah Montana was a really nice. Um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Victorious, iCarly, um, and then I watched, I watch like, quite a bit of Nick at Night, because I've always been a night owl, so I'd watch stuff that was, like, probably inappropriate for me. Yeah. Like, George Lopez, and Whose Line Is It Anyway, which I still love. Yeah. Um, Sister, Sister, um, Family Matters. Um, the nanny, and then
0: Full House. Full House is the cl- is a classic. I love Full House.
1: I still watch all of, like the holiday episodes around the holidays.
0: Mm-hmm. Over quarantine, I went through Disney Plus and watched all. like Han- watched all the good episodes of Hannah Montana. All like all the good episodes of like all those shows. So, like Hannah Montana, Wizard, Sweet Life on Decks, Be Life with Zach and Cody, Jesse, Good Luck Charlie. Did you watch Good Luck Charlie? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That was, like, towards the end of my Disney time. I Same. Think. I think it was, like, the last good Disney show, also, in my opinion. That, like, stands up. Because they they did a good job of hiding things for adults, I think.
0: They did.
1: Yeah. I think that's, like, for me, what, like, stands the test of time is, like, do they hide, like, innuendo for the adults who are watching? And, like, are the adult actors good? Because mm-hmm. I love kids' shows that have really strong adult actors.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, despite, like, Lee Allen Baker, who played the mom on Good Luck Charlie's little crazy beliefs, I don't want to sound controversial anyway, but she has a couple of crazy beliefs, I would say that... No, I saw the thing, yeah. Yeah, it was wild and crazy. I feel like she's one of... Amy Duncan, specifically, is one of, like, the best TV moms of our generation.
1: That's honestly valid. I thought they were so funny... I love the Russos from Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love the parents on Sister Sister.
0: I, they are—they were before my time. Up. They were just before my time.
1: We should go back and watch it. Yeah, it's we should on go Netflix. Go back and watch it on, um, like, straight from episode one, season one. Incredible! It's on um, Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: the dad in oh, That's So Raven was awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I haven't thought about that So Raven in a minute
0: yeah um Robbie Ray was
1: that That was probably like the first Disney show I watched yeah
0: Robbie Ray was always awesome Mm, yeah
1: that's
0: true yeah you can never go wrong with those Disney parents what's a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you
1: um this is the first thing I thought of um I took A long-form comedic improv class with a member of
0: the Blue Band group. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Once again, I've been speaking with actress, host, and writer Megan Lynn. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with model Sam Souter.